Hello, good morning everybody. So yesterday, me and Ryan did our first jiu-jitsu lesson, one of the martial arts. It's a non-striking martial art. I wanted to get into maybe a striking one, but it has opened on the road, so it makes sense. Proximity means that the action was taken, and now it's easy to get to, so it's easy for me to do that action. So now I'm gonna do it daily, uh, because you've got to learn the drills anyway, so it's not too taxing. So, well, first of all, that just goes to show, like, you know, the, if something's close to you and you want to do it, it's fine. Like, there is a jiu-jitsu gym up the road, maybe 25 minutes, 20 minutes. Just, like, that is to me too far. <laughs> to me, this is so easy to get to that it makes it inevitable that I'm going. So, take from that what you will. But it was interesting. So, on the way in to the class, you look to the left, there's a chessboard there and uh, the Daily Stoic. I was like, that's interesting. You've got the Daily Stoic, Stoicism. So the, the the main guy that taught us is a multi-world champion. But the main guy, the main guy of the Alliance Jiu-Jitsu, he is, was in the UFC. He's coming in September. And he's very much into Stoicism. He loves Ryan Holder, this guy was saying. So there's a lot of uh, crossover, of course, with the Stoicism and martial arts. Um, martial arts is a way of life. And that was really drilled into us in the first lesson. He's like... You're not doing jiu-jitsu just to like learn how to you know, do an armbar. You're learning jiu-jitsu to be more balanced in your life, to be more present. And as he explained, when you're on the mat learning, you can't be thinking of an email to, like you need to send because you get flipped on your back. And it's very true. Like You're very present in martial arts lessons because you have to be there. You have to be listening. You have to be in. And it's quite nice to get that take that flow state. It's kind of easy to get into when you're doing it. Um, but yeah, few, few lessons shared. I think that it was far more philosophical than I thought it would have been. But the first thing that the, the guy showed us was like he he showed obviously Ryan is taller and bigger, and he was like my height, and he was showing look I can, I can flip Ryan with ease. I don't have to do much le- effort at all as long as I'm in the right position, right? So as long as he's in the right position, he was able to flip Ryan as if he was a feather. And that's really what jujitsu is all about. It's like leverage, just to get in the right position so that. Uh, the wind essentially is inevitable, right? So if you're in a good position, um, kind of like checkmate, you're saying the, the jiu-jitsu is like a human chess, which I found like quite a good analogy. So, and he was like, get in the right position, it's checkmate. And when he told us to do an armbar, it was like shocking to me. So we did the armbar on him. So he's like, put your position there, position there, now put your foot there, roll over. And when I when when you pull his arm back, all he said, right, he said, like, right, just pick, push your hips up a bit. Push my hips up maybe a few centimetres, and that was enough to, like, put so much strain on someone's arm, they had to tap out. And he was like, look, that's what jiu-jitsu is all about. It's not about, like, full-on effort. Like, when he first said, right, someone's going to come and punch you, you move towards it, you put your two forms, you block the punch, you block the punch, punching arm, and then you grapple around the side. When I was doing it to him first, he was like, well, chill out. Stop putting so much effort into it. You don't have to put so much effort and wasted energy into this. As long as you're in the right position, you don't need to utilize that much energy because you're in the right position. There's a lot to learn from that, actually. Like we're, 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 A lot of us are probably forcing things when we don't have to. We're putting a lot of effort into things that we don't need to be doing. you know. And, and, and applying this effort over and over and over will wear you out. So just like in jiu-jitsu... A beginner will wear themselves out by just being trying to just in the positions, but trying to thinking power is always the the right thing. The masters are, are be, have effort less; they're not really extending, expending much energy. They're just in the right position, and that causes the other person to be expending energy. So, 
that's a lesson there for me, I think. It's like, what positioning are you putting yourself in today that makes the day an inevitable win, right? What does that mean? What can you do today? So when you think about it, waking up early puts yourself in a position that you... And especially if you wake up early and be a productive person. So if you wake up early and you go for a walk and you do a journal or you go for a run or you get your workout in or you got your, your gym kit laid out, like you're, you, you wake up, you're already in the winning position. The only thing you've got to do now is execute what's in front of you and that's the easy part really. So how many of you are doing this in the morning? How many of you putting yourself there to win? Checkmate in the day. When it comes to the rest of the day, like... Are you doing the things? Are you putting yourself in position? So doing some form of exercise will put you in a really good position because you're going to feel good about yourself. You're going to feel motivated to want to eat well. So again, you're making things easier for yourself. When, if you think about what puts you in a terrible position to lose and your back's against the wall or your back's on the ground and someone's on you full mount, jiu-jitsu style, you dirty, dirty mind, <laughs> um, you know you have to really struggle to get out of that position. Like you're, you are in a very vulnerable position. And when you think of all these things are waking up late and rushing, you know, that's a terrible position to be in. The more you rush, the more you extend yourself, the more you're going to do mistakes, the more you're going to feel worse and stress and it becomes worse, right? Not doing any activity. You're not going to get a second wind from a walk at lunchtime. You're not going to feel good about yourself. You're going to get brain frog, right? That's not great. You know, not planning your nutrition for the day. Me, I do kind of plan it, but I know I'll be more likely having convenience style food. Some of you might need more structure, and then you don't have it. So then you, when you walk past the Greggs, it's game over. You get a Greggs. You know what type of person are you? You're not putting yourself in a position there to win. You're putting yourself in a position to lose the day. So you've got to think of the wins and loses, the wins and losses, and for yourself though, right? And I think. With the app as well, if you just go to the bottom right tab, the more tab, and you look at macro preference, uh, dashboard settings, and you hide carbs and fats, so you're only focusing on protein, you're only focusing on calories, and you're only focusing on steps, that's really putting you in a strong position. Because if you do your calories, and you do your protein, and you do your steps, the day is a win. You're inevitably going to win that match. You've got to do something really, really wrong to lose that day. If you've hit your calorie target, you've hit your protein target, you've hit your step target. I mean, I would want to see how many of you feel bad about yourself after doing those three in a day. I would say that you're going to feel great about yourself. Uh, very rarely will you not feel great about yourself. Maybe you, you need to work out or do activity on top, not just a step. Some of you feel like you need to do that, and that's fine, right? But think about this today. I know it's like... like some of you might be like, oh, it's just this philosophical viewpoint. I don't care about the philosophical viewpoint. And, like, he was explaining, you know, there's some academies that go straight in about the fancy moves and the sports version and the flips and the, uh, all that type of stuff. And he was like, we have to start. We, we lose in sight. Some martial arts or some schools are losing sight on why we started martial arts to begin with, self-defense, the philosophical view of life, you know. He said, we, we bring it always back to this. And... It might sound like a lot of bullshit sometimes, you know, like, oh, the philosophy and stoicism, blah, 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 I don't care what he said, I don't care what that person said, blah, blah. But you have to wonder why these lessons are passed down through thousands of years and why the people that really take them on are really trying to say, like, this will change your life. So I think it's important that we do take some time to look at the philosophical view we have of things. Like, uh, you know, he, he loved the obstacle is the way by Ryan Holiday. And that's really about, 
that's a really philosophical view about life. It's like, hey, shit's going to happen, but that obstacle becomes the way. I'm not going to run away from that obstacle. I'm not going to try and run around it. I'm not going to try and run over it. I am actually going to run through it. And those obstacles become the way. Big problem comes in front of you work-wise. Big problem comes in front of you family-wise. Big problem comes in front of you relationship-wise. What's the first thing most people do? Run away. They want to turn their back. You know, and in jiu-jitsu, on, when you're on the back, you say, and when people are on, the, on their back and someone's on top of them and they can pound their head in, um, he was like, the first instinct for people to do is try and roll to the side to roll away, which then exposes their back and then exposes them to one of the most dangerous choke with a rear naked choke you know so the escape when you put yourself in danger when you're trying to run away from the obstacle right you actually make things worse you actually become more exposed and the more exposure it can be catastrophic so when it comes to these things i think i love the philosophical view because it can help to de-stress you like i spoke at length on certain podcasts about the stress response you know that being turned on pretty much activates your fight or flight regardless of what you do is a fight or flight your body is going to run want to run and want to fight adrenaline's pumping around right we don't want to be activating this throughout the day for small things this is a mechanism for life and death right so when we have this philosophical view of obstacles we can see things in a less catastrophizing way and we can have a we can have fewer stress responses through the day to things that come in front of us. Does that make sense? Like if I put my stress response on six, seven times a day because every obstacle that comes in my way, I panic and stress, I want to run away, I want to roll away and expose myself more and exposing myself to the stress response, which will wear you down, which will cause long-term problems if it's always activated. I, my first priority is not to lose fat. My first priority is not to gain strength. My first priority is how can I reduce my stress response is six, seven times a day to two times a day to one times a day to even zero times a day. Can I only use that response when it's required? You know, and if you can do that first, if you can be calm in chaos, right? You're not going to, you're not, you're not going to act from a chaotic angle, which is mostly always wrong. You're gonna always t- you're gonna be able to act from a still base. Again, it all links back to martial arts. Like if you cannot panic in the fight, if you cannot panic in the chaos, you can see clearly, and that clear action leads to the best action, right? So, in the sense of losing weight or your health and fitness, if you're always acting from chaotic emotion, you're gonna turn to food. You're gonna turn to like, oh, I hate myself. You're gonna turn to catastrophizing. You're gonna turn to gossiping. You're gonna turn to dramatizing everything. But if you can not do that and you can see it clearly, the facts clearly without catastrophizing, you can then just carry on with your day without it always taken away from your time, which is essentially taken away from your life. So quite a nice lesson. I think quite a quite a nice wrap around. It was nice to see the stoicism out there on the chessboard and, you know, jiu-jitsu is the human chest and chessboard i think it's all quite nice it all ties in nicely and again martial arts is all about this so you know if anyone here hasn't done martial arts you can go to your nearest one um and definitely give it a go uh something i've missed a lot in my life to be honest but i feel like the lessons from martial arts really do cross over to life so i hope this is interesting uh if not well, whatever next tomorrow's another day <laughs> tomorrow's another podcast but 
Um, take those lessons on with you. Write your one big thing down because it's important to get that one thing clear in your mind down. It might be that you want to do a, a long walk today or you want to do a workout. You want to do your work task. You want to send your best friend a message. It's important. You want to plan a trip. You want to get some details sorted from something in the future. You know, get it done now and today and you'll feel better for it. Anyway, have a good day and I'll speak to you all soon.